I'm super excited because I just had two hours of talking with my dear friend and super juicy woman, Lara Colsar, and she's sitting here right in front of me. I can touch her. Mm. I know some of these final talks will be done online, but this one is in real life and you're not sitting here with us, unfortunately, but I hope you'll enjoy this one. What if you had only 60 minutes to share your message, your truth, and your legacy with the world? That is the main question in the Final Chance podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Klaus, and I'm a purpose activator. I have met some incredible people throughout my life, and I love for you to get to know them too, and to be inspired by who they are and what they have to say. Time is ticking, so let's go. So welcome, Lara, to the final talk, to your final talk. Mm. And the setup of this series is, if this was the last conversation that you would ever have, and you could leave a message to humanity your loved ones, what would it be? Mm. Again, you don't have to worry about that. I'll, I'll get you there. Like, I'll ask you some questions. But that's the idea behind the final talk. Wow. Well, this is really cool to, like, have this put on me right here in this moment. Right? Yeah. So all my guests, they cannot know up front what's happening. So I'm just like, hey, do you want to be a part of this? But I can't spoil the spoiler yet. Is that how you say it? Well, I can't spoil the idea yet. So this is where she finds out that basically you only have 60 minutes to live. Well, 59 right now. (laughs) (laughs) So that's actually what I just want to start with for a moment. And if it feels good, I just invite you to close your eyes with me. Mm. And you can take a deep breath or do whatever feels good for you to get comfortable in your body, even though we're sitting real uptight close with these microphones. And then I do want you to imagine that your final hour has come. That right now you are being told that you will die in 58 minutes. That your life as a human, as Lara, will end. And so during this last hour you get to review your life journey with me. I'm the lucky one. And of course with our listeners, they get to listen to you after you pass. But as we are recording this conversation, you have a final chance to leave a message, to leave some of your essence and to transmit all that you are out into the world. Mm. And so I invite you also to take on what I call the eye of an eagle, to zoom out, where you get to look back at your life's journey, where you get to see yourself from that helicopter view. Or another way of saying this, my invitation is for you to look at yourself and your own life from a soul perspective. To not look so much as Lara, but to look or review your life from the perspective of your soul or your higher self. And then my first question is just, well, here we are. If you imagine that this is your final hour, what's the first thing that comes up? What's moving in you? What are you feeling? Mm. If this were my final hour, uh, the first thing that happens is my body gets really uh, lit up. Like I feel this like buzzing um, aliveness. It's just fu- I, I feel how alive I am right mm. now. Yes. Wow. And with that, because to me, 
this is obvious, but the more that I engage with people, I see that this may not always be obvious to people, that with the aliveness is an element of pleasure in the aliveness. Because mm-hmm. aliveness may not always feel enjoyable, but I'm feeling the uh, the enjoyable aliveness. So it's pleasurable. It's like it has uh, a sensual quality. It has something that is, um, yeah. If it had mm. taste, it would had like it would like have texture of yumminess and yummy flavors to it. Mm. And and it is connected to also to the base of my body. So there's pleasure also in my vulva and like that whole what what brings me pleasure. Mm, yummy and i hope that you when you're listening to this that this is an episode to really open your heart and your body to because if you allow yourself to feel what lara is feeling what i'm feeling but mostly what lara's feeling you're gonna feel alive together with us during this time so thank you for sharing i love it i could feel it like i feel more alive and more juicy just by receiving you Mm. so i want us to zoom out and look at your life's journey and you know me, so you probably know that I love to see our life and our journey as a as a treasure hunt. It's like, mm. damn, it's been a road. Damn, it's been a lifetime. And mm-hmm. I didn't know it was coming to an end right now. But if it is, like, mm. I want you to look back, zoom out, and I want you to share with us, like, some of the treasures mm. of that life's journey. If you look back that you're like, damn, mm-hmm. this is what I came to pick up or embody or learn or experience. Mm-hmm. That's specific to your journey, right? Yes. Well... Gosh, I would have to say like the the first thing that jumps out to me, if I'm going, you know, rewinding all the way back is to uh, look at the journey through my experience with my mother, because my mother, man, she was pretty bold and uh, daring. And she started very early on pursuing this path of self-discovery, of awakening. She was like wanted to find, discover what the secret of enlightenment was. Mm. And so I was introduced to that at a very young age, being around that, being around listening to the teachings of Osho mm-hmm. uh, at the age of seven and eight years old. Yes. And I can feel that even back then that that had an impact on me, this like way of how I um, perceived the world. And yeah, that just it's connected to this sense of aliveness, this sense of daring, of yeah, living an unconventional life. Mm, yes. Mm. Well, let's, let's follow that thread. Like, looking back, what are some of those, or one unconventional thread that stands out that you feel like brought you so much? Mm. As a human, as a soul, as a woman, however you want to see that. Let's see. I guess being around people who were in like this self-discovery now granted when I when I think back to that first uh, couple years of when my mother was like on this journey it seemed to coincide with uh, using of psychedelics and that type of thing and so that exposed me at a very young age to others you know to young adults Mm -hmm. on their psychedelic trips and journeying and Um, And the lifestyle that went along with that. So on the one hand, at the human age I was, it was very, it had an element of like instability, yet at the same time, it was to me this 
this crazy magical world, watching mm-hmm. these people opening up to discoveries in themselves and witnessing, especially around sensuality and sexuality. I got exposed to that at a young age. And I have also identified that as, po- as um, let's say, traumas. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as you ask me, there's mm. I can feel the gift, the mm. gift in it of, of being opened, um, mm. initiated at an early age and that has set the stage for me to also have reactivity to that like when I became an adult where I was like I wanted to have stability I wanted to like do things in a way that was different Different, yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. but really when I look back it's like Mm -hmm. it's it's what has um it's in my cells Mm. (laughs) just because this is already juicy I wanted you to check in with another unconventional thread or like a real treasure in your life's journey maybe not so much your youth but yes the later parts of your life it's so weird to talk to you as if you're like this hundred year old grandma or something even you're still so young to me your spirit is young and old and timeless of course but uh, anything mm. any other treasures you want to share with us mm. well oh, wow i think a, a big one is having made the decision to move to Europe because mm. right now here we are, we're in the Netherlands and yes. I live in the Netherlands and I've been living in the Netherlands now for 2016. Oh, is Yeah, it? since yeah, 2016. Five years. Five years, yeah. And I think there was always this longing to do that. My mother's French, but what gave me the permission to finally do that was the dream the dream to be a part of something that was emerging and it was a collective emerging it was a possibility of a co-creation and to be a part of that and it was happening at a retreat center and there was so much dream of possibility mm-hmm. it, it was it was a magical time yes um Narnia time Narnia this time. is where we met by the way if you don't know us personally yet then we met in 2016 we both moved to the netherlands that year in this retreat center both dreamers wanting to commit and and give our life yes. give everything we are and have to that dream to have something to like clear thing mm-hmm. to devote to right to just mm-hmm. be like i am in devotion to this mm-hmm. and that yeah and that it was also our home it was and it was with a group of people that were all, you know, interesting people. <laughs> and and a lot of challenges came with that too, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was definitely, that was an amazing, magical experience. And then we did event after event after event. It was like, like right, 2016, 17, yeah. it was this like dense with experiences of being a part of all these people coming to the center to grow and learn and be in this deep dive of almost like research. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. We were all researching what it was like to be human and what was possible. Can yeah. we let go of the conventions and follow the magic? Yes. Oh, I'm loving this life recap. And looking back at this time we had together too. Yes. Beautiful. Mm, yummy. Yeah. One hour is going to be too short, but unfortunately, it's only it's, the time is ticking. So, next question. I want you to imagine that your life's mission is complete because I believe in divine timing. Like, there's no mistake. So, if your time comes, I want you to imagine that that would be if you die today, it is because your mission, whatever that means, was complete. 
and your mind may not understand it or you might be like yeah but there's i know there's so many other things mm. i wanted to do or create or have or be or experience or live out and it's like no if the time comes the time comes somehow beyond your mind it means mission complete so from that viewpoint i want you to look at your life's journey and feel into what that life's journey actually has been about mm. <sighs> yeah it's This is touching me right now. I have a <laughs> yeah, I can tell. Mm. Oh. As, as soon as you start to to speak to that, I can feel that uh, it's been about these connections, these individual connections, mm. like the exchanges. And now, as I, I realize, it's like how much has been shared. Mm. <laughs> How much has been shared in these in these connections, whether it's been one on one or even in at times it's been like a group experience, mm -hmm. and those moments have been so potent. They feel like they have been like portals to something. Mm -hmm. That is, I think I was sharing about this before. I have this like this love of being on the edge of what's barely comprehensible, right? But being able to stay still, not dissociating, right? Not blowing myself out because I've gone to the edge where all of a sudden, like, it takes me days to recover from it, right? But can I still stay present to this now moment and open up to that barely comprehensible quality? Like that mm -hmm. meeting point, that bridge of humanness, human needs, and also staying connected to, like, this mystery, of what beats my heart. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it is, it's very connected to connection. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I flash to is like the yeah. impact I've made on people's lives through being with them. Mm. Yes, totally. You totally have. I just honestly, I could just be in silence here with you and just feel this hour out. So you just started mentioning that impact you left on people. So something I found with people who are famous, with some of them, mm. they only became famous or known after their death. So now this question is, mm. this is what's going to happen to you, Lara Colzar. <laughs> That's what I want you to imagine that actually in a hundred years, people will or would share something that Lara Colzar left or like, impacted them with or yes. that's like being carried on so what is it that you would want to be remembered for mm. whatever way mm. whatever comes up mm. wow i would be i would want to be remembered for my yeah it's like my wild vibrancy my beingness my presence that i i challenged people's Yeah, I, yeah, that I challenge people's sense of a status quo. I think I mean, you know, what is the the word I'm trying to find? You know what I mean? Um, I, I use that word. I'm not sure if other people do. I know the word status quo. Yeah, yeah the banal. To, mm -hmm. to, to, that I was someone that brought people out of the banality of their lives. Yes, <laughs> yes she does. <laughs> My experience. <laughs> yes. Another question. Mm, let me see though let me see where am i going with this I, i feel so like or i feel more connected to the moment with you right that it like i have questions of course that i always ask 
but it feels more truth. You just feel the moment and then mm. feel where it wants to go. And I just mm. feel that in your presence very clearly. So actually, I want to go back to your conversation because it was ju so juicy. I don't know why yet I'm bringing this up, but we were talking before this final hour about the body being a magic wand. Mm. Well, people who know me love, I know I love magic. I'm a magical creature. So are you. But I love this, um, this metaphor. And I think I just want to bring it back to the body Because when I think about you, I think about the body <laughs> and I think about movement and being in the body and being connected. But I feel like you're just stepped into another layer of looking at the body as a magic wand and a receiver and all of that. So mm. given this is your final hour, I want you to speak to that. Maybe this is my question. Sorry, this was my intro to the question. All good. What do you want people to know about their body? Mm. If this is your final chance to wake them up to this magical wand that mm -hmm. everyone has, like you don't need money for it, you don't need a career for it, you you literally do not need anything else. Yeah. Share your wisdom with us. Mm. <laughs> I think that the main the main thing is that there is so much there's so much beauty in the subtleties mm. the subtleties of what our bodies are is capable of perceiving so even like our capacity to feel through like our fingertips so like right now i'm like touching you know i'm touching this this table that's here and it's made of wood and i can feel the grains you know the little ridges And just like our capacity to feel the refined discernment. And I can feel the little variations. And the more I bring my attention to that and, and let that, like as I touch, I can also follow that all the way up into the rest of my body. Like my, my whole system is receiving it and digesting and it's curious So right now it's trying to, it wants to find out more about it. So then the rest of my hand wants to touch and it's like, it spreads out and it's like, Ooh, and then it might come into like, Oh, there's just a little few, like mm, there was some, you know, maybe a meal that was eaten here. So oh, there's a little grain of salt, <laughs> but the, it's just that there is, and, and it wakes up this aliveness again. The more I get in touch with my senses, my simple ability to, to feel, to receive information, through my sense of touch mm. wakes me up to my connection to aliveness. And it is this magical instrument translates the mysterious aliveness of what is around us in you, in each one of our unique languages. So my, what I'm receiving through my touch will be completely different from you mm -hmm. because your instrument, even though it has this capacity to receive it is experiencing something that's like, it like translates. It's an amazing translator. Mm -hmm. And then might pick up on something completely different in touching mm -hmm. this table than I do. Mm -hmm. And that when we start to all put together these different perspectives, it becomes even fuller. Mm -hmm. We all pay attention to our ability to receive the information. Then we are, mm -hmm. we are receiving the magic of the cosmic realm mm -hmm. in a fuller three-dimensional way when we are all contributing to this. Because it also, we are giving back information to the cosmic realm. Mm -hmm. It's not just informing mm -hmm. us, mm -hmm. we're informing it at the same time. Mm -hmm. Receiving and transmitting. Yes. And... It's a free gift we've been given. Mm. Damn. Right? What? I've never heard anyone say this. 
But that's true. Speak it. Yes. Oh my God. We've been given this gift for free, this energy, this body. And well, I mean, it's very possible. Maybe there's something un- we don't know about, right? Okay, some cosmic contract. So like, okay. We, uh, we claim it's free right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's just say, let's, let's just play yeah, yeah, with the yeah, idea that exactly. it's been given to us for free. Well, now, since it's been given to us for free, well, I feel like I want to honor this gift, mm. honor it through the gratitude, like be in curious, like, well, how, what can, how can I max? And I, I don't want to use the word maximize as if like there's some place to go or achieve, mm-hmm. but it's like, I want to honor the full potential of it mm-hmm. by relaxing into like this moment of feeling to honor the gift that it is. Mm-hmm. And that through that, I am actually um, being more generous generous with the gift of my body ah like this this is a it feels like such a beautiful piece like if you die in whatever how many minutes i'm like i'm so happy that you shared this because if i look back i can say that i have dishonored my body for a long time and that i took it for granted and i let's say to put it shortly i did not treat it as a gift so, and I would say, if I look at the world outside, I can see a lot of people who are not honoring their body, not seeing it as a gift. So given that, again, I'm like, yeah, tell us something about that. Like, I'm just imagining people listening to you right now, feeling this with me, like what you just shared about. This is a fucking free gift. Anything you want to share about how we can honor it more? Mm-hmm. Like how where do like I'm like where do we start? What do I do? Like I can think about food and like what do I put in the temple? But mm-hmm. I want to know it through your lens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, it's like as you were sharing that, I, I um, yeah, it's, uh, like compassion comes up. Mm-hmm. Compassion for the not knowing, like us forgetting to honor, to be mm-hmm. kind to this bodily form. And that the possibility that somehow the forgetting and actually maybe even the turning against ourselves, it actually is mm. um, what also shapes the gift in a weird, I know it seems kind of weird, but it's like it does shape even more the gratitude mm. when we, mm. it's like almost like forgetting <laughs> is an important element of remembering. Boom. <laughs> yep. How otherwise we couldn't call it remembering to start with. Yeah. And that then when we remember how it's like, it becomes like, it feels like awakening. (sighs) Right. Right. It's like, oh, wow. It's like it opens. But if we always were in that place of remembering, (laughs) we wouldn't, it wouldn't feel, there wouldn't be any contrast. Right. (laughs) So I think there's something the same about Mm. when we, when we forget or like when we're like annoyed because it's not easy, this body. Right, because it's it it, it has this, right has this experience something that's finite, mm, mm-hmm. because this body that we're in it goes through this this wave its cycle, and with that when we get when we open to loving it we also then risk mm, then yes. attachment to it and then the fear of losing it well then I don't want to get too attached to it and then be mm-hmm. like that that yeah. right there creates that separation that sense of like. Ooh, not wanting to feel mm-hmm. open to it because mm. there can be heartbreak. So that so that's the compassion part. Just knowing that, boy, if you have hard times, just know it's all good, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> that is natural. I mean, I have many forgettings throughout the day, mm-hmm. but to just keep going right back, just keep coming back to presencing what's here, and even if it is 
that frustration of like sometimes we do need to just be frustrated with what the fuck that's an important thing also to feel the liveness in that mm-hmm. what i've been noticing is like always going behind to feel what fuels even if it is judgment or anger or uh, jealousy jealousy or yeah. shame exactly guilt yes like there's fuel behind it and if we can let if we can let ourselves feel the energy behind it which gets our body can show us that where it's located our body responds to it and might even store it someplace and then we can feel oh there is that alive energy that my body's contracted around because the shame causes usually contraction a lot of those things you named mm-hmm. our system responds through contraction and the contraction a lot of times is a way of how we how we can um, massage it right how we go, we get to know something by holding it by grasping it being in Mm, hugging it, grasping it, then it makes it possible that we can let it go. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, <I can't>, yeah. <laughs> oh, this should have been a video just because it's such joy witnessing you and seeing you move as you share. I love it. I love it. Oh, but I'm sure everyone can feel it though. Feel it. Please, fucking whatever you're doing, like pause, like go sit down, lay on the floor, roll around and like feel this episode with us. Okay. Mm. Side note. Another piece I want to bring in, because again, something I think of when I think of you is touch, touch. You created the art of exec touch throughout your lifetime. But again, I want to zoom in on touch because again, if I look at humanity, I would say probably most people do not have such an easy or open or yeah, I'll call it easy relationship with touch. You could like leave a message or create an opening right now for people to see the gift in touch like what 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 do you want to spark yes okay so a number of things well it 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 brings me back to the bot the this bodily form that we're in that this magical instrument Mm -hmm. touch is charges its magical powers Mm. right it because it's through the receiving so touch happens through all of our senses all of our senses are forms of touch Mm -hmm. our eyes right light touches the Mm -hmm. retina Mm -hmm. you know even smell it's like these Mm -hmm. molecules chemical molecules touch inside Mm -hmm. the nose and Mm -hmm. ears vibration all of our all the senses are forms of touch so even though I am I am very much a hands-on person I've darted it off as a massage therapist you know Mm -hmm. also early on it became clear to me that it needed to be more than just about through my hands, mm-hmm. but my ability to receive touch through my whole system, like how my face receives information of touch, my throat, my chest, my belly, all of them are receivers. Mm-hmm. And that vibration of touch, how it touches, it literally touches us. Mm-hmm. And from that gives us something that to respond to and that's what that's the magic of our wand is like it receives it receives information and then it inspires and we respond it might be an emotion it might be a creative idea it might be a longing to uh, connect uh, whatever it is that's our magical instrument is is through touch and yeah to let go of this idea of that 
Um, you have to be skilled at it. You already having a body, it's so it's like you have a fucking like Porsche Ferrari and you're driving it around like it's just like a old beater. Oh, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But, but all you know, no matter even even if you do have like nerve damage or you have had injury, you still have such a highly refined capacity for touch. Mm. I've worked with paraplegics and even they have such amazing refined Mm. it's uh, organic everything reorganizes to mm. maximize yeah right beautiful mm-hmm. mm. <sighs> mm. so good i honestly i feel like oh my god i want to be touched touched by lara um if you're one of those you i'll let you know how you can find her by the way it's heavenly to be touched by her but again i can feel how you speaking you're like you are Mm. touching me right now too so but your hands are definitely so good for my body and many other bodies Mm. so humanity is right now expressing its gratitude for all the gifts you shared and all the bodies you touched and opened and awakened and activated and the connection like uh, i see now uh, in so many different ways as if you know if you have two wires and they were broken or something or there was a disconnect that you knew how to bring them back together and mm. and let the circuitry run again mm. so that was the the image that came off right now mm. <sighs> <laughs> i just want to say that um, i'm really enjoying your getting- final hour yeah, your final hour. <laughs> like I'm really feeling how you're bringing me this place. It's like, yeah, I, I, I could die now. Mm. I can die and feel satisfied. You know, mm. I don't want to go, but you <laughs> okay. know, like, um, because I'm feeling the liveness right now in this moment mm. as, as you're asking these questions and yeah, beautiful. So simple question, and again, whatever comes up in a way, it's already done. It's not that you can do much about it right now in the next 25 minutes. But again, what do you feel is the legacy that you want to leave behind? And I just want you to tune into that word. Like if you are leaving behind the legacy through your essence, your work, whatever you've been and whatever you've done, what is that? Mm. That legacy of light that you are leaving behind? Mm. Wow. Legacy. Well, one of the things that I'm playing with right now is ways in which to make it easier for people to come back to their senses that feel that feels like it's that they don't have to leave their lives in order to do that that they don't have to go on a retreat or they don't have to like you know that they can do they can weave it into their lives and that their life might transform as a result of that right yeah, yeah maybe it's it's like my legacy would be that yeah, I brought more ways in which people can open to their sensory wisdom, their sensory sensory intuition, their knowing, which connects them also to a deeper connection to receive, to work with their gifts, mm-hmm. and to enjoy. I think it's so, so important to enjoy because the the gift of touch makes it capable for us to enjoy things right pleasure sensory pleasure it also informs us when we're not in pleasure Mm -hmm. and that helps us to inform us when we're going off track in relationship to our gifts so yeah i think that's what i would want people to uh, my legacy to be that um, people found it easier to on a daily basis Mm -hmm. open up to their gifts enjoy their gifts and find pleasure Mm, yummy (laughs) yummy yummy so final chance Mm. if there is like 
And I asked you already questions, so you left already good stuff behind. But like, let's say, final chance, final message for humanity. That will be written in the books, even though there won't be books anymore. But like, what would be like your final words, final message that you want to leave right now to humanity? In these crazy times, 2021, we are in... My final words, wow. <laughs> well, I would say you are magnificent. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, magnificent. Like, and in magnificent, there is the word sense, right? Scent, sense, Girl, magnificence. Damn. Oh my God. Yes. Why did we not come up with that before? I never saw that before. No, all of a sudden it just happened. Just right occurred. now? You no, never saw it before? No, I, I okay. actually. <laughs> I mean, use it. Oh my God, magnificent. Yes. Yeah, because you're actually one of the ones who who helped me to like really own that. Because I remember you asking me, like getting me into this state of like really expanded, like knowing and the word magnificent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right? I do remember that. Yeah, you remember, right? I do remember that, but I didn't remember that we found sense in it. We didn't back then, but now it's here. Yeah, and magnify, magnify, mm. magnify sense. You're mag- so it's like, that's, that's really <laughs> what, what we're here to is to magnify <sighs> life through our senses and we're magnifying it, but we're also we're also creating it too. It's like it magnifies, and then we keep on like yeah. painting, and that we are already whole and complete. There's nothing more that needs to be fixed or added or done. It's like it's all here. We just need to keep on practicing, opening to that, mm. and that helps you know get out of the way is by opening to what's already here mm-hmm. like even if it's just like a subtle thing because some days we feel shut down mm-hmm. and even in the shutdown that has a feeling texture to it and if we can just even be with that and ask what does that shutdown need and that's okay mm-hmm. shutdown doesn't mean that that you are no longer whole and complete mm-hmm. you're just shut down it's yeah. so it's an expression just like it's raining it. exactly okay. exactly so Wow, that would be my message is um, to keep remembering that you're whole and complete. You are magnificent. That word. Love that word. <laughs> Magnify your senses. Yeah. 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 And play with that. And play with Find it. Find out what that means for you. <laughs> Peace out. Yes. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah. Another question to this. Mm-hmm. A little bit more zoomed in. Okay. Same thing, you can leave one message behind, Mm. but this time it's towards the children. Mm. And what if there's one thing that you could leave or imprint and every child would know it or remember it or experience it as they grew up? What is that one thing that you would want every child to know, remember, embody, learn, but never ever forget after you told them right now? (sighs) I just had this flash because I have a friend of mine who, who just had a baby. Mm. and I I supported her through her the birth. Wow. So I feel extra connected to this little baby, <sighs> and I've also gotten a chance to take care of her, and, mm. and I'm so connected to this this friend in a way. She's, she's so open and trusting that makes it possible for me to trust mm. myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just seeing, I'm just seeing that the whole birth process, right, we are born already hard workers. Mm. It is hard work coming into this life. Yes. We already know how to do how, how to work oh hard. 
God. Right? Just to be able to go from like <sighs> not having to breathe to breathing mm. to we're all we're like drip fed food through an umbilical cord to all of a sudden having to figure out how to digest things and all that. It is constant Damn. work. And so I guess like because you asked me, what do I want to every child to know? Every child to know. Wow. That they're amazing. <laughs> They're doing such a good job. Mm. They are. They're doing <laughs> such a good job. I would want them to know, like, they're doing. They're doing so amazing. <laughs> and um, the trust, trust themselves. Mm. What else would I want them to know? Mm. That they're loved. Mm. They're watched out for, even if sometimes that their human support may not always be available to them. That they are held and supported regardless of the availability of their own parents and i'm seeing even like with this friend of mine like her partner is is ill so she's been so open and trusting that it and and asking for help like i'm right there my life right now makes it so that i can help her out mm-hmm. so uh yeah the children mm. keep following your play mm keep following what feels good and um yeah sometimes learning about moderation you know like yeah you see all this candy it's like there's a there's a purpose to it believe me okay <laughs> oh my god that's, that's hilarious <sighs> she tried it up yes. kiddos don't repeat it i mean you can you probably will but i warned you <laughs> yeah. mm, moderation nice balance here pleasure go full out into your play and your pleasure and then um some moderation there too please well before i introduce my next question anything else you want to share to feel complete anything if you can yeah any actually just anything is there anything else you would want to share or would want me to know want the people to know want your loved ones to know yeah that was maybe it to like anything for your loved ones or mm. yeah i guess for my loved ones i would I would want to say, you know, how grateful I am. <laughs> grateful for believing in me. Mm. Um, grateful for giving me so many opportunities. I've been given so many opportunities, so mm. much, so much gift in that. I can feel it's interesting as as I'm feeling. I can feel the the bigness that almost like I don't want to miss out on mm. like the little bit of pressure that's here of like say something profound (laughs) that's what this does (laughs) so thank you grateful and you're always with me yes you're always with me with us yes oh yeah that's eternal at least right now it feels eternal right like I feel like I know that it's eternal and there's no way I can prove it, but my, my sense of it feels Mm -hmm. like that because boy, there's some people that I've tried to like get out of my system. (gasps) And and so I've decided, you know what, there's, you know what, (laughs) and what if I can love that, Mm. those parts? Mm. Yeah. (laughs) That was a good one. I feel, I don't know why. I haven't many, this is one of my first conversations, but I've done maybe two or so. I don't mm. even remember. But it feels so weird right now to be at this point where it's kind of over. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <sighs> okay, so 
because we we still have four, about forty minutes left. So before your final hour is over, I'm going for a moment. I might cut this out. I don't know if the, if I'm going to leave this part in, but I, I'm like, what's happening? Like, why is this feeling so like, like, like overwhelming in my own system to imagine you leaving, even though I've set this up and I know what's coming. So I'm not understanding. Yeah, what's happening? Mm, yeah, I'll just feel and speak through it. It's like I feel. Can I hold your hand? Yeah. <laughs> so I just feel because this is all imagination and play, but you are. We're not doing this as imagination and play. We're fully in this conversation. It's, it's so real. Like it's so yeah. you're so in it. You're feeling it all. That it makes it so real. As if I almost forget that this is a podcast and I'm setting this up. And it's like no, we're in our final hour and the <laughs> time is ticking and. And I feel this like I'm. Ho- I want to hold your hand because I want to uh, embody what I feel like is happening. It's like I'm holding you now, and I and what I know is like I'm very soon. Like it's mm. like you're gonna be like that moment. I'm like letting her hand go. Like and I cannot hold it back. Mm. I can feel the like an overwhelming feeling, but also it's not fear, but it's like not wanting it. But you know you can't do anything about it. Mm. And so it grabs you by the throat. It grabs me by my solar plexus. But I could also just let go and let you go and like surrender into this process of basically, I guess, someone dying. I feel like that's what's moving in me. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I just got all these <laughs> chills because it does feel like um, it's it's definitely a, a realm that doesn't get explored so much in the sense of in a, a celebratory way of like death like let's go lean towards lean into it. this yes. letting go yeah instead of trying to grip on or like like i can feel the con- like the resistance or in the contraction of my body like oh, i don't want to instead of just relaxing into it. like we celebrate and i love you and like yeah finding the pleasure in that letting go like that would be something yeah yes and how that could inform many different parts of our lives like we were talking about relationships earlier right yes and the different ways we've experienced the transition of of an intimate relationship to something else and how sometimes we felt awkward mm-hmm. in it, right? Where we go, we just did a clear cut or, or it has happened to us. Uh, and then other times when we stayed in something a little longer than we, yeah, it's like mm-hmm. the possibility that being in this dialogue about death could support us in being mm. able to be more fluid in the changes in our connections. Mm. The transitions. Transitions. The yeah. deaths and the rebirths. Exactly. And the beginnings and the endings. A.K.A. life. Yes. Beautiful. Well, my dear friend, I'm going to invite you again to close your eyes for a moment. So now that we've had this talk and you kind of made it what I like to call it, you made it to heaven's door. <laughs> Almost there. Heaven's door. Knocking on heaven's door. I think Donna Summer song is like. I don't know that one. Heaven can wait. I think. Oh, okay. Insert song. Heaven can wait. So, because I want you to imagine that final hour. You know, the final hour is almost done. You're right there at the edge of heaven, and yet something starts pulling you. Something calls within you, and it's like calling you back pulling you back like a heartstring is pulled and reviewing your life having this conversation leads to the realization that damn it's not yet my time this was a play and so instead of this being your final 10 minutes you realize that 
Instead of this being the final chance, you're getting another chance to going back. You have one final chance to fully come back into your body, into your life. And so then, of course, my question is, now that you get another chance, one more chance, maybe a final chance, what is it that you want for your life? What are you desiring, dreaming of? <laughs> wow. To have this little bit of remembering that the knowing is in me. Even though I find my knowing uh, gets activated by engaging with others often, right? To relax around the survival part of like thinking the answer is outside of myself. Mm. And what would, what would be different, right? What would be different if I led purely from my own knowing? Can you imagine what that would be like? <sighs> or what would be different? What do you imagine to be different if you purely led from your, your inner knowing? Yeah, I would have a clearer sense of my, my yes and no's because that's something that it can be. I can sometimes like convince myself at times into a yes or a no, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and that has a lot to do with my upbringing of being influenced from the outside mm -hmm. world mm -hmm. of being of wanting to be accepted and liked. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a big one of really the fear of, of being rejected, of being abandoned, of being a burden to really feel that I am not a burden, mm. right? To really, that, <sighs> and trust that. Wish that for you, not not like as a wish, but as a, I want that for you, just as a done deal, sealed. Yeah. If she comes back down, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that's so what she wants. She's not a burden and she wants to know it because I know it for her and i can say it you know yeah. as i speak to it of course it seems almost like ridiculous that like i'm a burden but there is these mm. it's like woven into my nervous system in a certain way that there's certain habits of interactions with people that when i get triggered into maybe feeling insecure that the habits of trying to make sure that i'm not a burden oh. right are express are kind of become certain personality traits and i think that's one of, one of the things we were talking about like when, as I've been playing around with presenting or being in front of like a, a video camera, mm -hmm. how there's a version of me that I think what happens is that there's this, the version of me that's making sure that I'm not a burden, that I'm going to be received, accepted. And that it happens so fast. And so, it, yeah, it happens in a way that I'm like, who is that? <laughs> who is that version of me? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. But yet it is, it is a part of me too. So I'm curious about that. Mm, cool. So a part to discover more about yeah. in your time to come. Another piece to this, giving you get another chance at life. What do you feel is the life, if you have more life now? You do. You have more life. We never know how much, so if it's going to be a day or 10 years. But if you have more life to live, what is it, if anything, that you want to be, do, have experience, create in order to feel fully complete, fulfilled by the end of your life. Could be a dream, could be could be anything, but like if you tune into that, to live that life where you're like, no regrets, I lived it all, I feel it's mission complete. Wow, that's a hard one because <laughs> I have a hard time like, yeah, seeing and feeling into the future. Mm. And as I was sharing before, it's like, I, f you know, I can feel so full in the moment. So to come from this place, go, okay, let me feel into. <laughs> it's totally fine to already be complete. That's fine too. But you know. But you know, yeah. what's that? What's that? 
<laughs> I really, I, I want to, well, to share more. I want to like build a team, build, you know, whether it's a family, a team, a community, people that I can spread the word, you know, sharing with you, like what my legacy that I want to leave. Mm-hmm. And I want to work on that with like others mm. who have similar legacies to leave behind mm. to see how that can be woven as a, a collective experience, a collective. Mm. Mm-hmm. So right now it's like being like the building of that. Why do you want that? Like, what is it that your what does your soul wants to experience through there? Like, why would that make it more complete or whole or even though we're whole and complete, but like what would enrich yeah, that's a really good question because I can't tell if it's just like that comes from just from the pure longing to expand. I love connection. I like co- I like to co-create. Mm-hmm. I love being in the mystery of what happens when I come mm-hmm. into connection with someone else. I can enjoy creating on my own, but it's it's um yeah, it gets fueled in relationship to others. Mm-hmm. If you say it, because this is a point, a meeting point for us where uh, these could be my words. And looking back at what you said in your final hour earlier and the time we lived together and you mentioned this thing about all the experiences we had, they were like portals. And then uh, this was what came up again, where it's like this desire for collective, for a collective or co-creation. I feel like there are more portals in there that I haven't gone through or that I have not experienced yet. So I'm, I'm bringing this up to see mm. if if you relate to that. There's like, we haven't not seen the full potential yet of what is possible as a collective at, in co-creation. Like there's more there to yes. sense, yes. experience. Yes. Yeah, as you say that, I can feel like it feels like a location, a space, you know, so there's something about an environment an environment that holds this, that that, that nourishes this. Mm. So there's locations, environment. Yeah, it's like something that just like flashed in the moment. And I now I can't remember what your question was in relationship to that. It was the sense that there's more potential and more portals, oh, the portals to experience. Right. Of, uh, as a yes. Collective. Yes. And so that that even the longing itself is like the breadcrumbs to those portals. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I love I love um, a recent um, definition of magic that I was introduced to is that magic is actually the conscious participation with synchronicity. Boom. Right. Do we know who that's from or no? Is it um, are we quoting someone technically or? Well, or, I can't, well, I know that in the, the otherwise I would quote you. So I'm just making sure that I got the right reference here. I don't know if this is her, her, this comes from her, but I know she said it. This is Carolyn Elliott. Okay. And Carolyn Elliott wrote this book, um, Existential Kink. Oh, okay. <laughs> and she works a lot with wanting to awaken people to their relationship to magic. And mm-hmm. that, and that's where that definition, mm-hmm. where I first heard it. Mm-hmm. But I think it comes from the, uh, the hermetic arts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's as much as I know. Sure. So portals, magic... Now I, I lost the thread where we were. Portals, magic, co-creation, collecting, synchronicity. Mag- synchronicity. Yes, the active participation mm-hmm. with synchronicity. Yes, magic. Yep, and that our longings—they're breadcrumbs, right, to those portals. Pointers to yes. Go this way. Yeah. You can't see everything yet, but this is the way you want to go. Yes. 
When it comes to your own magnificence, your own essence, your own blueprint, your own purpose, all of it, do you have a desire around what you want to, I'll call it, more deeply embody or live, experience throughout your human form during your life here? Well, I would... (laughs) 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 Definitely an intimate partnership. I would... I, I want to... Like there's the, the the part of me that's like in curious in research mode, okay, and then there's a part of, <laughs> then there's just the pure longing of wanting to share mm. this with a partner, an intimate partner, and I don't know what that would look like, but it it has a certain kind of yeah a partnership. So there's the it, there's the partnership of intimacy, and then there's the creativity mm. of co-creating a movement, a mm. some you know, mm-hmm. and how that can build on something right so I haven't yet really found that Mm. I'm now 51 Mm. and I've had intimate partnerships and relationships but I haven't yet found someone who I truly co-create on this level I'm speaking to you about right I'm giving you all my like this is right the essence of me yeah right exactly we're going deep (laughs) we're going to the essence to what truly matters that's at least my intention to that's why i want to have this conversation i want to find out like what is it that makes your heart tick as long as you're alive and uh, it's funny i just another thing flashed Mm -hmm. to me and it was around this legacy part and you know so much of what's showing up is around um wanting to save the world or Mm -hmm you know, save the planet. Mm -hmm. And I really feel that the best way we can care, and Mm -hmm. it goes beyond care, Mm -hmm. because we are made up Mm -hmm. of the same ingredients that the earth is made up of, right? Mm -hmm. And to be able to, quote, save the planet or save the earth is actually to turn inward to the care of the self and to the, the body is... It is made up of these earth elements. And the more we start mm. to like listen and and open our senses, which informs us about the care, yeah, that will bring us more into sync mm-hmm. with yes. the care. Be more in sync and mm. in tune with the cycles of life, the cycles of uh, the elements and the earth and what its needs are. And so that we're, yeah, mm. tending beautiful I'm, i feel like i want to repeat in my own words again as i was seeing it through me is like when i get to become a better better in my magic wand in my mm-hmm. magnif- magnificence in my magnifier yeah, that i am sense. and the more i get to listen to all the information that i'm receiving and that most of the time we can numb ourselves out from or we're not feeling it or we're not listening or we're like i don't know all the things we do with it but uh, a lot we can do with it so the better I become at decoding the information within myself, given that I am an earth being, yeah. mm-hmm, the better I get to listen to earth because she speaks through me and the better I know what she needs because it's what I need and because what I need is what she needs because we are the same. Yes. Yeah. Instead of like the focus on saving the world or saving planet or saving people, it's like get in tune with your own instrument and that's where you know yes what it actually is that i can do what i'm born to do when it comes yes what the instrument is i'm here to play basically and what i've been calling this process is body communing Mm. you know so communing and it it's it's more than just a conversation because communing is like 
presence. It's, it involves all of our senses more than just voice. And that communing also is connected to a kind of sacred aspect because the word commune has been used in many religious practices, taking communion. Mm-hmm. It's communing with the divine Mm. and we can commune with the divine by actually having a communication with our bodies. We can actually use like asking questions, letting our bodies know we're here. Like it can be that obvious, Mm. like use what we already know that we use with others in, in communication and keep turning towards inward with Mm. that and be relaxed around what the emergent qualities of the um, vocabulary, because the vocabulary is not always in words. It is in shapes, textures, sensations, and it shouldn't be distinct at first. It should be emergent. So I would, it's like one of the things I would want people to know is don't try and be too quick in trying to make meaning. Stay in the mysterious emergence of the primordial shapes and curiosities that are sensations that are in your body to let it fill out. And from there, let see what gets evoked. Let it be a relaxed evocation that comes forth as opposed to the mind going, what does this mean? Uh, It kind of looks like this. You know, it's like the mind will start to try and make meaning too quickly sometimes. Mm. (sighs) I'm just sitting here staring at you and time is up. Your final hour is more than complete. The good news is you made it. We made it. And like, I feel like so grateful and I'm so blessed that I get to know you. I'm I'm like, I was staring at you and I'm just like, you're such a beautiful, magical creature. I love you. You've been such a gift in my life. And I'm so happy that I get to take you out for dinner and I'm going to celebrate life even more with you. And maybe I'm going to pretend as if it's the final dinner because it just adds that little aliveness to it to like fully be here because we never know if we'll have dinner again. You never know, honestly. So... Thank you so much for spending this time with me, for sharing all that you shared. And I'm so, so happy that you you get to touch way more people's bodies and lives through all the magic and the wisdom that you shared here today, but so much more to come. And yeah, I just want to thank you for being here with me. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it so much. It was so it was so yummy. It was definitely a journey. Thank you. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, it was a ride. Beautiful emotional wave. And if you've listened, I hope that you felt and moved with us because this was definitely a feeling one, I believe. And um, until next time for the next final chance. Wow. Thank you so much for listening to this very first episode of the Final Chance podcast. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your loved ones. Now, Lara and I, we would love to hear from you and know how this episode moved you. What are you taking away from this conversation? Let us know. In the show notes, you can find all the links to connect to us. And I just want to highlight Lara's online mini course called Touch of Magic with four video practices that can help you connect to your body's intelligence. Lara is offering a special discount to the listeners of this podcast, so go check out the discount code in the show notes. 
And hey, if you are in the Netherlands, I highly recommend you get Lara's hands on your body and book a private transmission with her. Your body will thank you for that. And I, I cannot wait to share my next magical friend with you on the next episode of the Final Chance Podcast.